I can show you how to get rid of that in post. Yeah, I'll get rid of it in post. We'll I'll, I'll get rid of all these noises that are happening. Hi, we're back. We're still on our backup system because apparently when you tell road or roadie, what is it, Barry? Is it road or roadie? I think roadie, but I don't know. Okay. Anyways, you tell them, well, I got a podcast, so if you're going to take it, it needs to come back quick. Oh, we'll have it back to you in five days. Well, it's been 14 days. It's bull crap. Yeah. Are we seriously recording already? We are recording. Oh, great. Yeah. It's great to be here. Yeah, yeah. It's great to be here. We got Joe. Hi, guys. Barry. Uh, hello. I'm really glad to be here. Silent Adrian. Rue. That's me spanking Rue's butt. Ready? And we have a mystery guest, Scott. <laughs> oh, hey, guys. Ah! Oh, my God. You scared me. <laughs> Came out of nowhere. What was that? I, what's happening here tonight? <laughs> Um, we're doing a podcast. Oh, you still do that? Yeah, <laughs> we still do it. Where can I watch it? <laughs> I, I didn't know that. I was just, uh, I used my house key. I was bringing back an Xbox controller for Dom. Oh, do you mind hanging out for a while? No, I'll stay. Yeah, good, good to see you guys for once. I'm yeah. sure you have a ton of, to talk about. Uh, always, always, always. Um, yeah, so I apologize to be last week. Oh, so Adrian, uh, you had, what, what were we talking about? We were talking about... Uh, the former living person in my house apartment you got a ghost is that what you wanted to talk about you don't want me to talk about in the air she's already forgotten oh a stripper oh yeah no she's a prostitute yeah oh, prostitute so it's a true story obviously not not like the other stories that barry's claiming were made up last week uh so when we lived in watertown i used to live with two other dudes wait say it right watertown yeah and <laughs> And uh, one was named Killer. The other was my my friend Daryl. And uh, Adrian was living there. And uh, was Jessica living there too? I'm a, and Adrian's friend Jessica was living there. And uh, was she so, hot? Yeah. Oh, very, nice. Imagine Angie Everhart. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to imagine. <laughs> uh, anyways, so uh, this girl moves starts moving in with our friend Killer. All of a sudden, she's living in his bedroom and. She comes home every night and she's wearing these skimpy skirts and what? it's something's not right. I mean, the radar is going off all directions and there's a lot of other stuff going on with them. Um, but anyways, uh, long story short, my buddy killer gets arrested. Oh, he's kicked out of the house because uh, the, she gets it so that he can't come back. So now we're stuck with this girl we don't really even know living in our apartment and i start putting two and two together i there used to be a magazine in boston probably like a lot like uh what's it in cleveland oh, like scene. Scene magazine it was called uh phoenix and they used to have those ads at the, the, the uh, back of the phoenix and i look at one ad and i'm like that's her there she is there she is it's got to be her so and i can't get rid of this girl so what i do is i call the police and i say pretty sure this girl living in our house is a prostitute uh, i really don't want her here and killer was her pimp no killer was just her boyfriend oh. um but he got arrested so the cops go all right now uh, imagine cops departed they're like fucking a man we're gonna make a call to uh don't laugh we're gonna leave a message 
you know, don't laugh when you hear it. So they call up and I hear, hey, uh, Sue, this is uh, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I saw you ad in the Phoenix. I was wondering uh, if we can get together, blah, 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 blah. And she comes home later that night and I, I can see that she's played her messages. And sure enough, like 10 minutes later, after a phone call, here she comes down in her little skirt. And out the door she goes, never to return. <laughs> wow. And then later we found we were listening to a radio station. It was like they were doing a dating game in Boston. And she was the girl trying to get a date. We were like, that's that fucking Sue girl. And she died. Why? <laughs> why would you, as a single, well, you were dating Adrian, right? Oh, yeah. I was just dating her. We weren't married yet. So no, no premarital sex. Just wait till you're married. I don't know why you try to get rid of a prostitute that apparently is pretty hot. She just lived with you. Uh, she was the worst. Not even like to look at? Uh, not uh, worth it no she was just the worst human being imaginable okay adrian backed me up worst human being imaginable yeah yeah like she put the she put the toilet toilet paper on upside down and left the cabinets open and stuff <laughs> yeah, like that yeah. yeah ate all our food yeah. you know because you weren't judging her based on her profession because that's just the oldest profession and she just had to get by she was a terrible human being as well mm. okay she was not someone I would have wanted in my apartment from the beginning, and uh, yeah. And you had said you started that story with uh, I had these roommates, Killer and Daryl, and I was like, mm, did Killer really deserve that name? And then you said later on uh, he got arrested, and I was like, okay, maybe he did. Uh, he didn't. He was he was the opposite of what you would think of as a killer. He was this stick of human being, but he was always like because. He he really didn't have any muscles. <laughs> I think he he always went from zero to a hundred really fast. <laughs> like if anyone said anything, he was always like, "You want to fight about it?" That kind of guy. Oh, you know? okay, like, yeah, yeah. Like, I thought that was everybody in Boston. Uh, well, some of that. He was from Maine, so yeah. Uh, what was his motivation for dating her? I mean, she was good looking. There were other motivations. We won't get into uh, on air. Yeah. We don't want to cast any aspersions on uh, criminals and prostitutes. The aspersions. I mean, that's a true story, Barry. I mean, not like the stories you think were made up last <laughs> week with Jackson doing what? Yeah, that's right. And, uh, and she was a prostitute. And, and then uh, her boyfriend showed up and his name was Killer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so she really did die young? She did. She got cancer. Oh, oh shit, dude. Yeah. Hey, thanks for that. Well, talk. you know what? I was backing her up, so I don't feel so bad. I, I mean, and I never at once wish cancer upon us. So I don't feel bad. Nah, no, that's horrible. <clears throat> so you guys can all see you got little nameplates in front of you. Like Joe says, welcome to the shit show. Barry says, punch today in the face. <laughs> Scott says, nope. And mine says, breaking news. I don't care. So there's a story behind those as well. You, you, you missed the silent K on mine. Oh. I want to be Leslie. Nope. Nope. <laughs> um, so anyways. We were in North Carolina and we were shopping. They had a lot of little antique shops in Pittsburgh. And uh, Adrian and my sister-in-law went into this one store. And my brother and I were in a record store. And then we went over and met him in that store. And they had an Adrian. I wasn't even going to go in. And Adrian said, oh, they have albums in there too. So I was like, oh, I'll check it out. And I walk in and I'm looking around. I get a couple albums. And then I go up to pay and there's these these placards are up front and i'm like oh, gotta get them and adrian's like no you don't she had already bought them for me oh <laughs> and then she's like i knew it i knew as soon as you saw me and i'm like but but we weren't even going to come in and you invited you told me to go in <laughs> so what do you think was going to happen 
So yeah, these are all applicable, especially yeah. berries. Yeah, punch today in the face, Barry. <laughs> I'd like to do that. Uh, Barry, in fact, if you want to take that around on St. Patrick's Day with you, have at it. I need a t-shirt that says that. So I thought of a fun, I had a couple of things. Adrian and I listened to a podcast on the uh, on the way down, or the way back, one of them. We were listening to a lot of true crime. And for the first time, we listened to a true crime podcast. And literally within the first two minutes, like they were like, that's the guy who did it. Yeah. And we were like, well, what's the point of this eight episode series? So I was thinking like, it was, you know, if you, if you all come up with your own little true crime, that's like that. Cause I was like, you know, they were a happily married couple. And one day Mary turned up dead. And as usual in these cases, the cops went right to suspecting the husband and it was him. <laughs> <laughs> And you have someone in the background going, oh, no, he didn't. <laughs> yes, he did. I, I do have that problem with most crime shows and even like Agatha Christie movies, you know, um, and, the, and the stories in general. You have no way of knowing who did it. It's not like you're, you know, I'm going to see if I can figure out who did it. There is no possible way you could know who did it. Yeah. That frustrates me. Yeah. Yeah. We, Karen and I listened to one on the way back from West Virginia for that film and we listen to this whole thing and then like at the very end, you know, like, and they, they give you like two or three people that you think it might be like, oh my gosh, and you're waffling back and forth who it is. And they're like, oh no, it's this eighth person. You're like, what the fuck? <laughs> right. <laughs> That's like your murder mysteries, Joe. Yeah. It, it, oh, it, yeah. All right. It's someone, it's someone that they introduced for 10 seconds at the beginning of the yeah. movie. You never see him again until yeah. the end and you find out they're the killer. I fucking hate that. And you have no reason to suspect them whatsoever. Yeah. Yeah. I was listening to one they're like historical cold cases. And so they're going back like 40 years and trying to solve these murders. I'm like, there's no way they're going to f- solve that, you know? Although one of them, they, this teenage son who supposedly did it and has been rotten in prison ever since, he like got convicted of it and stuff. And then, but there's so much reasonable doubt. Like maybe DNA did, maybe bitches. Yeah. yeah. Scrape that off. Am I right, people? Yep. So, are you guys aware that a lot of public domain figures are becoming uh, free to use soon? Like that Winnie I the Pooh movie? Yeah, Winnie the Pooh is the only one I'm aware of. All right. So, what? here's here's some that are coming up. Well, go ahead. Oh, uh, why? Because of, of time? Yeah. Okay. After like 100 years. 100 years. Gotcha. Um, so, Winnie the Pooh, they made a horror movie called Blood and Honey. And apparently, um, it's done really well at the box office and there are certain elements of Winnie they can't use because I guess Tigger wasn't introduced to later and you right. can't use his red sweater, blah, blah, blah. But Mickey Mouse, Steamboat Willie is coming up. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bugs Bunny. Ooh. But Ooh. Bambi. Did they find a way to protect the Steamboat Willie? It doesn't sound like it. Hmm. Huh. Uh, Peter Pan, Superman, and Batman. Oh, wow. So can you guys imagine... <laughs> What you could do with them. Steamboat Willie would be a great name for a porno. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I could imagine Superman and Batman being like an odd couple. Well, and Bambi's like Bambi the Reckoning or something. Right? Yeah. Like yeah. Bambi, Bambi, like instead of the hunter killing Bambi, Bambi fucking kills. Getting revenge love for the death yeah. of the mom. Yeah. Yeah. And what about Bugs Bunny? I mean, that's so easy. He's going to be uh, some sort of drag queen. Hello. <laughs> Fabulous. Sings opera. Yeah. <laughs> Elmer, why do we fight? We love each other. And Peter Pan, don't even start there. Uh, oh, yeah. 
I could see Peter Pan coming out and that guy from uh, uh, Dateline, the Chris guy who always the catch a predator. He's like, so, Peter, why did you come to this boy's house? <laughs> uh, I was just I was just passing by. I, what was the name of that? I can't believe that they were so far ahead of their times. That gymnast, that female gymnast that was cast as Peter Pan. Oh, Kathy Rigby? No. Yeah. yeah. Wasn't it her? Mary Lou Retton. No. <laughs> Was that the only gymnast you can name? <laughs> yes. <laughs> but anyways, could you imagine like the hubbub that would cause nowadays? Like yeah. a female playing Peter Pan. I mean, because well, they're already raising shit because of that black girl is going to play Little Mermaid. Mermaid. Well, somebody did play Peter Pan in the NBC version recently. That was a girl. Oh, that's Allison, right. Um, somebody. Sandy Duncan. Allison Williams. Oh, Sandy Duncan. You yes. should know as a middle-aged white man that they can do anything to us, and Spe- that's fine. Speaking of which, middle-aged white guy advice is making a <laughs> oh, comeback. <gasps> yeah. Oh, that's so exciting. Because <laughs> you know what people love? They love shoutbacks. They do. Yeah, We're yeah. going to call it back. Now they think about it, so that NBC Live one. Uh-huh. Allison Williams was in it, right? Mm-hmm. And she was dressed up as Peter Pan, but all I can think about was I've seen her naked. <laughs> she was naked in that was it Girls or one of the I don't know, one of those TV shows. Yeah, it was Girls. Yeah. Not that I saw it. I don't know. I was just I was confused. What to feel. Uh you can feel whatever you want, Joe. I hear you're wind, woke. I hear wind chimes. Okay, yeah, I too. know. We'll just cut those out and post. Is that outside? It is. Oh, okay. <laughs> As opposed to <laughs> I thought your head. Your tinnitus has gotten really melodic. <laughs> yeah. Barry's having a stroke. <laughs> Are those the angels coming down from heaven to get me? <laughs> I don't know why everybody complains about this tinnitus. It's, just, <laughs> it's lovely. It's magical. <laughs> so relaxing. <laughs> so what else is going on, Scott? It's been a while. It has been a while. Yeah. So so tell us what's happening. Uh, now that you're retired from scouts, how many <laughs> how many camping trips have you been on? All of them. <laughs> we went skiing a couple weeks ago over to Peak and Peak, which was uh, it was a lot of fun. Well, that's like a real ski trip. Like, so was like, wasn't like what's the one down there in it's, Cleveland? It's, is that Ellicottville Peak and Peak? No, that's um, Climber. Climber. Yeah, Ellicottville is another hour past that. Okay. Um, I don't know. It, it was a glorified Boston Mills and Brandywine, okay, frankly. Really? Yeah. And then it, it got warm that day, so we were skiing on ice, and uh, like we were talking to a local, and he's like, these are the worst conditions I've ever skied on in my life. I'm like, yeah, that's, that's my whole skiing history. Yeah, I've never skied on, like, powder. No, I've neither. only skied on, like, a parking lot full of ice. Yeah. We went out to uh, Vermont in 2020, like, just before everything shut down, and- same thing out there. It's like 50 degrees rain and we're skiing on ice and slush. I'm like, my God, I've never had good snow. We're talking about going to Colorado next year. Did you sleep in a hammock every night? I did not. I've given um, up hammocking. I really? sleep better in, like on normal beds. Huh. Yeah. You, I think the older you get, Scott, the less you can tolerate a bad night's sleep. Am I right? Oh, for sure. Yeah. It affects you for longer. Yeah. Every night. Same bed with alcohol. I can't bounce back the way I used to. Yeah. I'm having a hard time too. Like... My brother and sister-in-law, God bless them. They can power on. But me? Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. Like, we, we partied hard one night, and the next day I was like, I'm okay driving. Uh, I'll be okay. Yeah. My sister-in-law did a good uh, Irish exit on Friday night? Saturday night. Friday night. 
Friday night. She just, we, we went to the brewery all day. We went to Thirsty Soul Brewery. If you're ever in Pittsburgh, North Carolina, or Silo City, 10% <laughs> off with the code blindsided. Um, and we, we got there, uh, when they opened at three. And I think we stayed there till about six. And then we were like, well, we got to go get dinner. And we went to the seafood place and I looked over at my sister-in-law and I could just see the same dead eyes I've had before when I'm just like, I'm done. (laughs) She sat through dinner and then we were like, oh, let's go back to the place and we'll have some more bourbon and beers. And we got back to the place and I went to the kitchen and she was gone. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But she would next day, they, Adrian and her had a a 48 ounce mimosa. (laughs) Sounds nice. (laughs) Yeah. I'm going on my guy's golf trip in like three weeks and that will be a, let's see, I'm leaving Tuesday, Tuesday night, Wednesday night, Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night. So it's going to be five days. One of those being St. Patty's day. Oh, I've got to like prepare for it because it's, it'll just be going hard and you know, you got to get up and you got to go off the next day. So like, I'm going to try to eat right and like hydrate and <laughs> prepare basically to abuse myself. Have you seen those enzymes that help you like process alcohol? No. What is it? I don't know. They were kind of expensive. It was like 90 bucks or something for oh, whatever they were. But I'm out. Um, but it's supposed <laughs> to help you like break down the aldehydes and things. I've seen that they have the, the like almost like a food truck, except it's an IV truck. Yeah. These, these golf parking lots where like the next day mm-hmm. you just go get an IV to hydrate yourself. Yeah. That's a thing. Yeah, yeah. brother was going to open one at some point. There's yeah. one in Pepper Pike. Pretty sure. What in the hell? Yeah. I, where have I been? I don't know. You just aren't going hard enough. That's that's fair enough. Yeah. So Barry, your hat says Nate. Yeah, count, countertops by Nate. Shout out to my buddy uh, Nate, who owns the owner and proprietor of uh, Countertops by Nate, who do my countertops in my house. Get ten percent <laughs> off if you go to Nate's. <laughs> yeah, and enter code Blindsided. Yeah. I have a Kovach hat somewhere because I was I was really like promoting Kovach online for a while. I don't know That's if you a joke. I don't know if you know this, but the guy who looks like um, <laughs> Charles Bronson, his name's Kovach. Yes, I, <laughs> you mean you mean good old Robert Kovach? Yeah, it's not. It's not. I hear. I thought it was uh, Bob Bronzy, mm-hmm. and I've been lied to this whole time. I mean, if you lived on a street that sounded like Bronte, that would be like so Barry generic street, right? Real quick observation: <laughs> I listened to that podcast, the one before. Well, this the current week, which which uh, one week behind, right? The yeah. one with uh-huh. Shimmy and Walker and everybody yeah. last week. And you didn't know that oh, it was Beetlejuice. You didn't know that that one girl wasn't her mom, biological mom. You thought the dead woman was like. Yeah, I, I forgot. Gina Davis. You thought Gina Davis was her biological mom. No, I did. I, I, that was stupid, though. Because when I thought back about it, I was like, yeah, that, that's not the, that's not how the movie went at all. But there were three or four other times during that episode you were like, you had <laughs> shit totally wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so I just, I, I'm not surprised. Point being, I'm not surprised at all that you were duped into thinking that one guy's name was Bronzy. <laughs> I need you to be specific about all these things I'm forgetting, Joe. Because it's kind of fun, and I don't think I forgot that much. If Gina Davis came on, would that be an A-list celebrity? Yes, without a doubt. What about Aubrey Plaza? She would be. What's lower than A? I mean, higher than A, not B. Okay. So she'd be an A+. A+. Yeah, sure. Right. She's basically the it girl in Hollywood right now, it seems like. 
All right, we'll take your bets on who our A-list celebrity coming up is. Oh, is this, this going to be an AI Aubrey Plaza? Speaking no. of It Girls, I actually saw Angie Everhart in a t-shirt that said It Girl at one point. Really? Yeah. When you Googled her as soon as you got home I, from last week's I, podcast? I may have done that. Well, <laughs> in his defense, he's doing research for the podcast. I, I was. I found out she was uh, at one point engaged to several uh, A-list other A-list celebrities, uh, including Sylvester Stallone and yep. some Joe, others. I can't Joe remember. Joe Pesci. She was engaged to fucking Joe Pesci. Yep. <laughs> so you're telling me there's a chance? Is what there's you're a- <laughs> oh, wait, was 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 she going to get deported at some point? And she was like, "Well, if I marry Joe Pesci, I can stay in the country." I also found out she's nine days older than me, so we're basically yeah. like, you know, soulmates. Oh my god! So if she comes on the podcast and she's like, oh, Barry, you know what? I really like gin. Um, oh. Do you want to go get a nightcap at this great gin joint I know? Oh, that- I couldn't possibly, Angie. I really, I really, I'd love to. I really would love to. But uh, unfortunately, I am married. And I, I, I couldn't possibly. But Barry, I'm so into nightcaps. And, she and gin. Pu- she puts her quotes. And gin. Barry. I just want to pour gin all over my oh, body. No. That sweet, sweet piney juniper smell. Oh, Angie, you're not the first Playboy playmate to, to uh, you know, try to entice me with such an offer. Okay, <laughs> Joe, what about you? I'm, uh, if Barry's not interested, you know what else I like? I like theater. <laughs> <laughs> I'd really like to talk to you about possibly being in your next show you're directing. I'd be like, uh, so, um, there's a couch over there that I would like to cast you on. Um, Scott, what about you? Hey, Shoot. Scott, I just want to cuddle and watch some F1 racing. I just love some camping. Uh, there's nothing I love more than camping, yeah. Scott. Can we go camping? <laughs> Do you have a hammock for two? <laughs> Can you teach me how to make a fire? I, I would get uh, on the call. I'd, I'd like text Karen. I'd be like, Karen, just want to let you know, Angie of Hearts on the list. She knocked off, and I'd name off somebody she knocked off. And your sister. Your sister's on the yeah. list. <laughs> Wait, what? Angie of Hearts' sister? Or Ka- Karen's sister. She's on the list. That doesn't even make sense, though. <laughs> <laughs> Barry's gonna pass out again. Barry, you can't be laughing. There is nothing better than when Barry gets up laughing. The joke is, you're supposed to put celebrities on the list, but you put Karen's sister on the list. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> or her mom. Oh. She doesn't have a sister, so I threw me there. Yeah, sorry. Sorry, bro. <laughs> Anyway, so what would what would Angie tell uh, Andy to try to get her to have a nightcap with him? I promise not to touch you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> be like, and. Oh. Yeah, she'd be like, uh, you know what? Why don't you just sleep here? I'm going to take the dog and the cat in the other room. <laughs> right. I'd be like, oh, my God, that is so hot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and she'd have to compliment his eyes. Yeah. Your eyes. That would happen automatically. And I saw that one movie you were in. It was so awesome. Your acting was... Wow. I meant to... uh, I meant to do uh, weird Amazon reviews, but I forgot to do it. Damn it. (laughs) Um, I did have a thing, though. Could you guess uh, the name of a TV show if I gave you a description that was accurate, yet uh, maybe um, different? So, like, say this. Um, 
a bunch of people go on a trip together. Gilligan's Island. Oh, so perfect, Barry. <laughs> so good. So I was reading the lyrics to Gilligan's Island, and I was like, if you read the lyrics, the, the show is nothing like what they describe the characters as, because they're like, it's a fateful trip, right? And they're aboard this tiny ship. The mate was a mighty sailing man. Not really. Yeah, no. The skipper, brave and true. Nope. Or sure. Um, the tiny ship was tossed. If not for the courage of the fearless crew, the minnow would be lost. And who was the crew besides Gilligan? That yeah. was it. That was it, yeah. And so the, the, none of it makes sense. Or the, unless they all died and we didn't know it. <laughs> Well, we'll have to wait a hundred years until we can reimagine it. <laughs> the minnow was lost, by the way. But it was on the beach. It, it wasn't was lost. It's an opening credits. If it was lost. It was like, if only we could get this ship repaired. <laughs> I mean, we can build a radio out of coconuts. And you know what? That was no more than just a Lake Erie fishing vessel yeah. and i can't picture that billionaire the how the third being like you know what um, let's go fishing with a let's go slum with the locals with a suitcase yeah. full of money and and the supermodel yeah, yeah. or the the actress yeah, I mean, yes, yeah. ain't nobody gonna be on that ship i guess who had sex with who do you think on the island yeah Supposedly, the, the, I guess the theory is that the professor, he had seven PhDs or whatever, right? So, and one of them was in psychology. Oh. And so, he, he wanted to stay on the island because, like, he didn't have any other <laughs> just access. Just everything. Yeah, exactly. He it spent was- his whole life being a nerd, <laughs> and I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I stole that from- uh, He was the best one. Yeah. Best looking one yeah. on the island. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough, Joe. I don't think- I don't know. Do you think Marion or Ginger ever was like, you know what, Gilligan, sure. <laughs> I got to I gotta imagine at some point they felt bad, right? Really? Like, oh, I'm just all alone out here with these monkeys and these coconuts <laughs> that seem to be able to make everything. I'm so lonely. Oh, come here, Gilligan. He probably of- had a, do you think he had a better chance than the Skipper? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Skipper was unlikable. He was. Yeah. Well, maybe one of them had daddy issues. Were you more of a Don, uh, 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 Ryan or a ginger person? You guys want, I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt sorry, that question. Ahead. Do you want to hear my skipper impersonation? Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, God. <laughs> okay, here it goes. <laughs> That's it. You mean your Jonas, uh, <laughs> Grumby. Grumby impersonation? <laughs> That's it. That's the whole, that's the whole impersonation. <laughs> it's very good. It's very accurate. <laughs> So do you think like they, Ginger and Marianne would have just both wound up with a professor? Um, I'd like to imagine they were wound up yeah. with each other. <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> they were like, none of these guys are very attractive. No. I no. liked Marianne better. I, I don't know. Who winds up with Mrs. Howell? And, and, uh, and Mr. Howell is an incorrect answer. <laughs> I, liked, I liked Ginger better, especially in hindsight. Yeah. yeah, this is how same. the monkey <laughs> was there a monkey or am I making that up? Do there you, had to be monkey. Do you think Mrs. House like this is bullshit? I'm straight <laughs> on this island and I'm one of the three women. <laughs> Look who I'm up against. And you know the other thing about that island, it was supposedly so small, but then all these like the tribes would show up and this and that and the yeah. other thing. Mm-hmm. Like like where did they all come from and where did they all go? And do you think Mr. Howell's like, God damn it, she lived. (laughs) (laughs) 
Maybe it was his whole plan all along. I sabotaged that minnow to get rid of that bitch. <laughs> That's right. That's the true crimes. <laughs> yeah. And it was? <laughs> yeah, it was the, the millionaire after all. Yeah. Okay, for I the just, next 58 minutes, we'll just pontificate about what could have been. <laughs> I just realized the similarities between Mrs. Howell and um, who's the on Chitts Creek? Moira? Oh, Moira, yeah. Yeah, there's some real similarities there with the, the way they act. Just there the, are. The, the entitlements and the other things. You know what? Everything uh, is something I should have else. Google, I should have Barry Google it since he's good at Googling during the podcast. I'd like to figure out how old Mrs. Howe was during that filming. Uh, it says here she was 107. Because <laughs> if she was like 55, I would be like, that's bullshit. <laughs> I think from episode to episode, you can see her actually decaying. Yeah. <laughs> like, is that a coconut? Is that a shrunken head? <laughs> yeah, oh, no, that's, that's Mrs. Howe. Vo- yeah, with the voodoo dolls. <laughs> and he called her lovey, which was weird. Yeah. Lovey. So, yeah. That's like when uh, married couples call each other... Uh, uh, mommy and daddy, or oh, yeah, that bothers oh, me. Mommy, oh, yes, daddy. <laughs> oh, it's weird, creepy. I, I like what I call Adrian roommate. <laughs> Whoa, so Skipper was only 43 when it first aired. He looks Holy like he's shit. 60 something. That's yeah. some hard living right there. What was Gillian in his late thir- or early 30s? Mr. Howell. Don't Take say a guess. Don't say fifty-five. Take a guess. Uh, sixty-seven. Barry. Fifty-six. Fifty-one. Oh my god! Holy crap! Jim Backus, hard living. Yeah, Mister Magoo. <laughs> that means that Mrs. Howe probably wasn't too much older. She was sixty-five. Uh, really? Okay. Yeah. All right. Now, what was he? Maybe he married into that money. Yeah, I always thought he had the money, but maybe he married into it. And, he, and the whole thing was to get rid of her, and it didn't. It just didn't work. It, yeah. He, instead, he instead, stuck, instead he was stuck her. on an island with her. How, how about the good professor? Uh, forty-seven. 42. Forty-one. Wow. Hmm. I That's can't believe game. the skipper was forty-three. What about Bob Denver? Gilligan. Uh, I think thirty-two. Barry. Thirty-six. Twenty-nine. 29. Yeah. Holy oh, God. Joe, you must be a big Bob Denver fan. Yeah. <laughs> I get all of his albums. Oh, wait a Let's finish out the, the crew. So, Marianne. Marianne. She had to be in her 20s. No, I say 33. 28. 29. 27. <laughs> you wow. son of a bitch. I still won. <laughs> and Ginger, the however, Ginger was 30. 33. 30 on the nose. Oh, Ginger? 31. 30. Wow. Joe's really good at this. Yeah. Joe, how old is Adrian? 40-ish. Yeah, good guess. In her glasses, she looks 30s. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. She's she's trying to do this whole hot librarian look. Yeah, it's working. Half oh. the teacher. Dewey Decimal System. I don't know. <laughs> it goes from like zero to nine hundred or so. You got a detention. Oh my God, you've got a late fee coming. <laughs> <laughs> Sit down, Waldo. <laughs> so what else is going on? Perry, I heard you're bringing back an old favorite. I'm bringing it back. Really? Should we bring it back? Should we bring it back now? I would love to hear okay. it. All right. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> okay. So, 
The intern got another letter. Who is our intern now? I don't know. I just found it in my inbox from the intern. It just said intern. It says, the letter says, Dear middle-aged white guy advice, I am passionate about I'm passionate about poker. <laughs> okay. Uh-oh. Oh. Oh man, am I gonna have to edit this episode? No, I don't think so. Okay, go on. Sometimes I play in games with people who are less experienced than myself. How should I handle that? <laughs> I'll tell you what I do. I fake it. <laughs> I fake it till I make it. But you're the, you're you're the experienced poker player, and oh, you're pl- and you're playing in a game with a bunch of noobs who don't necessarily know what they're doing. They've maybe only played it a couple times. Well, How do you handle that? Not well. I find that <laughs> you indirectly belittle them. <laughs> I think you're on the right track, in, Joe. In in the game, while also taking advantage of their lack of knowledge right so that you can benefit from their inexperience well let me read you the intern's answer great it says in general when you encounter people who are not as enthusiastic about something as your as yourself you want to try to shame them for that (laughs) in every way possible It's just based on a true life experience. So this is just all hypothetical. This sounds like our IT guy at work. <laughs> so I, I was curious on who may have won an, uh, a subjective hypothetical poker game. I don't know. <laughs> you, want, you want to meet their lack of experience and knowledge with derision, irritation, and contempt wherever possible. Uh it's not your job to share your interest in that activity. Okay. It's your do- it's your job to shame them for their lack of interest in that activity. That's your job as a mid- as a mid- middle aged white guy. For example, let's say you play a lot of poker. <laughs> <laughs> let's say you you play a lot of poker. You really love poker, and you're sitting down for a friendly five dollar buy in game with some noobs who never play poker. Right. So th- your goal is to point out every shortcoming and imperfection in these noobs games, right? You want to point out every way that they suck. Make sure to correct every misuse of terminology and jargon in the game and be as impatient as possible with their dealing and their betting. And last of all, be sure and brag about all your past games and maybe throw in a lecture or two for those less experienced than you. Yeah. Does that sound about right? Totally agree. Do, do we want to do a little role play with that? See if we can recreate magic. Um, uh, I check. Uh, it's not your turn, Barry. <laughs> Miss Deal. Yeah. Uh, you, you can't bid, Barry. You, you're either uh, in or you're out. Kings are higher than queens, Barry. <laughs> God, he's the worst. You're the little blind idiot. <laughs> Fucking hey, idiot. dummy. Put your money in. Are we doing this again? <laughs> yep. That's about right. Yeah. Anyways, Barry won. Did he? No. <laughs> Congratulations, Barry. Barry at, at, at some point, Barry was like, you know what? I want. I don't want to say he wanted this over with, but you probably wanted this over with. I, I, my, my interest declined as the evening went on. As your chips, as you're just like hanging on, yeah. you're like. 
Yeah, it's I, all in. I get it because when I went to Detroit and I, I was like, oh, I'm in the casino. I'm gonna, I'm gonna gamble. And like after ten minutes, I'm like, I'm bored. Yeah, <laughs> like this isn't even fun. Yeah. Like I don't care if I win. I don't care if I lose. Yeah. But I just don't care. I don't know? think anybody bluffed. That I, I'm pretty sure no one bluffed that entire night. The only time people, I think there were a couple bluffs. Hypothetically, you're talking. Yeah. If, if if yeah, if there was a game of poker that may, maybe would have happened hypothetically. So well, no, I, nobody I, bluffs, isn't I that? Bluff. I thought that was the number one part of the game was to like wear sunglasses and like make nods. my my game was to get drunker faster than Karen, so I didn't have to drive home. <laughs> that's a good. That's a good game. And I succeeded. <laughs> nice. Next day was a little rough. You have to get up pretty early in the Gordon household to do that. <laughs> pretty early. <laughs> You come down for coffee, and she's like, "You're driving home today." Bourbon cream being poured in the coffee. Like, well, we're out of creamer. What do you want me to do? I'm not. I'm not saying who that is. Could be anybody in the house. Uh, by the way, we're empty nesters, so it's just me and agent. Oh, congratulations. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. It's magical. It's so much fun. You know, because when the kids go off, they stop talking to you. It's just you're on your own. What are you checking time, Barry? No, I was just looking at your nice equipment you got there. Uh, this is the worst equipment. <laughs> well, I got a, I got a couple things. Great. One is, so yesterday I was downstairs in the basement, and I'm working on my little workbench, and it's got we got a bunch of shit on shelves and everything, and I saw a camera bag. It was my dad's, right? Mm -hmm. And it's got like a really old Canon AE-1 camera in it, right? So I'm getting it out and I'm cleaning it up and everything. And then there was a roll of film in there. Wow. Ooh. That's exciting. So <clears throat> on the way here tonight, I stopped by Walgreens, but I, I'm not familiar with that kind of film. Like I didn't know whether the roll was used or it was right. new or like used. So I asked the guy, I was like, you know what? Hey, I just wanted, is this, does this look like it's been used? And he's like, well, there's no way we can tell. I was like, <laughs> I mean, does it look like a new roll, like out of the bag or box, or does it look like it's been used? Well, we can't really tell until we look at it. And I was like, fine, you know. Then he was like, it looks like finally, he was like, looks like it's probably been used because there's no film. Yeah, it sticks it was out. sticking out, right? Yeah, you roll it all the way back in. Yeah, so it was all rolled away in. I was like, yeah. all right, well, I'd get, I'd like to get this developed. He's like, okay, well, we can't do it here. I'm like, fine, dude, I don't freaking care. I just, <laughs> Totally did not want to, to do that. Anyway. Excuse me, sir. Yeah. You're in a camera shop. Yeah, right. uh, what do you think we do here? Develop yeah. film? Was was he a middle-aged white guy by uh -huh. any chance? He was. Yeah, see, there, yeah. You, go. there you go. Um, anyways, <laughs> so I ended up dropping off this film, and I was like, so I said, if there's nothing on this, he's like, well, you'll still get charged for the developing. And I was like, yeah. okay. He, I'm like, well, how much is it? He's like, it's like four or five dollars. I'm like, fine, <laughs> dude. Fine. Yeah. Are we seriously having this conversation? Yeah. Um, <laughs> he looked at you and he was like, can this guy afford it? Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. And then so I drop it off and then I'm walking out and I was like, I don't know if that was a good idea to drop off a roll of film from my dad. Yeah. From like, am I liable for anything that's on there now? Not to say yeah. my dad was up to anything, but like, I don't know, maybe, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, I might find out things you don't, I don't know. I don't know what him and mom did when they were empty nesters. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe he's a spy. Right? Yeah, well, yeah, you find out all sorts of things. Yeah. yeah. So anyways, I should get it back in like a week. I'm looking forward oh. to So tune in next week. They call you to make an appointment yeah. for when to pick it up. <laughs> don't yeah, don't, don't the go. Don't be go. There. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That, that's a sure giveaway. 
in know, a right so it, it could be, and it's it's got to at least be, well, he's been dead for 16 years, so it's got to be at least 16-year-old photos. I'm excited to get him back. It should be fun. All right, so that was one thing. If Joe doesn't talk about it, we know the photos were not something he wants yeah, to talk if about. I come in, if I come in crying next week, I'm like, bad idea. <laughs> and then the other thing, so I had thought about if I went back in time, I think Karen and I were talking about it, like what we would do differently. And like I wouldn't do anything like different. Like I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to risk not meeting and marrying Karen and not having kids. Like those are off the table. I would do nothing to risk that, right? So like, you know, you could think to yourself, oh, I go back. So I picked like 1986, like when I graduated high school, if I went back then, like what would I do differently? And like, I was thinking I would invest in stocks. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. That'd be the only like thing I would do pretty much differently. Like I wouldn't make like big bets on like games because I don't want to be like a, that kind of guy Mm -hmm. that's just like a big better. I wouldn't go around fooling around with like different people because it could have been a turn off to Karen, you know, that I was a player. So then I started looking at stocks. Well, first of all, would you guys have done anything different? I definitely would have invested, yeah. Well, the, the question is twofold because, yeah, I wouldn't want to change my life now. But I am well aware that uh, I probably was – uh, more well liked in school than I thought I was, and like I've had that conversation over the years, and Adrian witnessed it maybe at our high school reunion. I'm just like, oh, people liked me. And then you could be like, I was thinking, well, you know what? Maybe I would have spent more time with my dad, you know, because mm-hmm. you know he died I, I, early. Yeah. But then I was thinking, they would have been weird to my dad. My dad would have been like, God, this kid won't freaking go away. <laughs> <laughs> I've worked twelve hours. I just want some time alone. So like, that's a balance you have to I make would, as well. Yeah, I would have been much nicer to my parents at an earlier age than I was. I would have been. I was not a good son uh, yeah. from high school till about my 20s. I would have checked in more regularly because I yeah. now know how important that is. Mm-hmm. Sorry, mom. Uh, I'll call you Sunday. But anyway, so, so then I was thinking um, if I invested in stocks, like what would you invest in? 1986. Well, well Apple. Oh, yeah. Microsoft. Yeah. If you had to pick one. Apple's a good one, but if you remember, it went way up and then it came down to like four bucks and then it went to where it is now. But before it went to where it is now, it was at one point worth literally four bucks a share. Mm-hmm. So it, it had kind of two big periods of growth. But I honestly, you could make some, you could make a ton of money on Apple for sure. So I put in, if I bet a thousand, if I invested a thousand dollars, because I figured, that would have been rough, but I could have done $1,000 in 1986, saving up lawn mowing money. Um, and I picked Microsoft, Apple, Exxon, mm-hmm. Walmart, McDonald's. Which one would be the best? Yeah. Mr. Softy. Yeah. Microsoft. I think Microsoft. MSFT. I do too. By yeah. far. Yeah. 19,000% or something. A $1,000 investment in Microsoft in 1986 would be worth 3.25 million now. Yeah. Yeah. Apple would only be 1.2 million. Not worth my time. Exxon, $1,000 would be worth $14,000 now. Yeah. Cuz mm. it was really it was really expensive back then. Walmart, uh 1.9 million. Mm. McDonald's, 222,000. Yeah, because McDonald's was already pretty well established then, right? 
Yeah, and what really gets you is when the stocks split. And that was what Microsoft split nine times. Mm -hmm. And you could buy it $21 a share, but now it's worth like 200 and some dollars a share. Mm. And then Amazon, if you would have, then I was just like, well, how about Amazon when they got an IPO? Mm -hmm. $1,000, that'd be worth $1.1 million. That's pretty good. Mm -hmm. I, I bought Google uh, the day after it IPO'd. And I sold it like a couple weeks later, and I think I made like three thousand bucks. Congratulations! <laughs> you like probably went out and bought a fedora hat, and you did wearing a zoot suit, and you were like, yeah. "I'm rich." I got a top hat and a monocle. Uh, nice. <laughs> you, you peaked a little early on that one. I, I, my family is—they're uh, all investors. Like, there are members of my family. That's all they do. It's a big deal in my family. Um, they they have a mantra about that stuff. They say never look back. Because mm -hmm. I mean, I did make money. I didn't make mm -hmm. as much as maybe I could have <laughs> mm -hmm. had I held on to it. I wonder what it would be worth. It was literally the day I tried to buy it the day it IPO'd because I was, uh, you know, you could actually use Google before it became a publicly traded stock, and I knew it was going to be a huge company. And so, but I tried to buy it on the day that it IPO'd. But you could only buy it if you had if you uh, had an account with the brokerage that underwrote the uh, IPO. Uh -huh. So I had to wait till the day after and it was it went up like 40 bucks. I think it went from like 110 to 150 bucks or something like that that first day. And I was like, oh man, it seems pretty pricey, but I'll, I'll get it anyway. And then I kept it, I held on to it for, I don't know, maybe a, a few weeks or a month or two months, something like that. And I made at the time what I thought was great money and wasn't. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. But you were happy at the time. I was. I just remember uh, in the early no late 1990s or early 2000s like late 1990s a guy that i worked with he was an it he's like he ran our network he comes up to me he's like oh man i don't know whether to buy this invest in this amazon.com or this buy.com mm -hmm. and i'm like dude you got to do buy.com <laughs> because you know when people think of buying something online they're not gonna think of amazon that's no. crazy yeah. but they would think of like oh buy buy.com you should invest in buy.com so he invested in buy.com and like it tanked quick. <laughs> I mean, like it wasn't, yeah. Lost a lot of money in those dot coms. Yeah. So if we asked that guy the question, if you could go back, they'd be like, <laughs> I like wouldn't listen to that fucking Joe Turner. <laughs> <laughs> I would go kill Joe the day he was born. Well, I remember that when Terminator I, style. Remember when like at the time it was like uh, AOL and Prodigy yeah. and like CompuServe. Mm -hmm. Those are like the online dot coms dot com type things yeah. um i remember thinking aol was like the worst product yeah like from a tech standpoint like mm -hmm. like all of our nerds at the time which were like old old nerd guys at the time like real nerds um original nerds they were like oh, CompuServe and like some of these other ones were so much better than aol mm -hmm. um so i was like oh, i would have if i would have had the money i would invest in those other ones but aol mm -hmm. i have a little bit of inside information about aol because i worked for a company that was a big vendor for AOL.com. So is this going to get you in trouble with the SEC or anything? I don't think so. Not this point. So because I'm thinking of buying some AOL <laughs> stock. AOL was a victim of their own success. They grew so fast that they couldn't 
keep up with the the load and on their infrastructure and mm-hmm. so they everybody was always complaining about how slow it was and stuff and they were constantly reinvesting and i worked for a company who at one point sold like 40 million dollars of equipment to, to and it was in the news and everything because everybody's bitching about aol mm-hmm. and, and they bought that stuff from the company that i worked for at the time um and uh, of course after a while the internet became more diffused and less centralized as far as aol aol kind of viewed themselves as like the gateway to the internet for most new users and stuff but that eventually changed as people became more savvy yeah well didn't yeah. they stay on dial up way too long like they didn't make them move to um that's high good, speed that's a good point yeah get off the phone i want to use the internet <laughs> <laughs> how many times did you pick up your phone to make a call it was like, yeah. like ah, someone's online and then oh i just got disconnected i just spent 20 minutes trying to fill out a form yeah yeah yep this company called i worked for a company called pioneer standard electronics in garfield heights ohio and they sold computer equipment and that's and that was the the aol was a huge customer at at one point Hmm. aol's still around isn't it yeah that company i don't i worked for uh it it sort of exists but they're not even in the computer business anymore didn't uh i feel like time like time aol or cnn or somebody bought somebody time warner bought aol and then time warner got bought by someone else mm, that's right at&t sounds right yes and then at t just split off really yeah yeah they the got rid of warner T went one oh. way and the t went the other way <laughs> <laughs> no because um john uh the british comedian that has a show on hbo uh, oh, john oliver oliver yeah. oh yeah because so hbo was owned by at&t but that was part of the warner empire but he would talk about AT&T as his corporate daddy. Yeah. But then they've been spun off now. Warner has. So I also call it AT&T, right? Um, but when my kids were younger, they would call it, and I think they might still do it, they call it at and <laughs> <laughs> it just It's the same thing. It just sounds weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the wrong emphasis. AT&T. <laughs> okay, so moving along. Um, Are you still on that thing? No. Yes. I don't know. Is it a different MAGA or is it the same poker one? No, new. No, this is not a MAGA. This is just an observation oh, that okay. I made. I was watching TV late at night. Um, I've been watching uh, Star Trek Deep Space Nine because I never watched that particular Star Trek show. I'm a big Star Trek fan. Okay. <laughs> Anybody else? Nobody? No. It, really? You, you kind of like you admitted it. Like it's like you felt it was a flaw and you're like, I've never watched it. So right. I've, no, I've committed now. No, no, no. I, I meant that I watched everything else, but that is my point. Yeah. Did you feel bad about that? You haven't watched it yet? No, but I have a friend who's he's complete in his life. <laughs> yeah. I have a friend who's maybe even a bigger Star Trek fan than I am. And he told me, Oh, he's like, man, deep space nine is great. You got to watch it. I'm like, I don't know. I've watched a few episodes. And I was never really into it. And he goes, Oh, you got to give it a chance. And so I did. And now I'm like five seasons in. So he was seven. Right. He, he started yesterday. I enjoyed it. You know, I, I, I'm not afraid to admit it. You guys can go. Go fuck yourselves. Anyway. <laughs> My mom's a big Trekkie. We can dial her in if you want. I'm not a Trekkie. I wouldn't even really? describe myself as that. Although I have been to a Star Trek convention before. It was quite fun. You're a Trekkie. I didn't dress up. Nichelle Nichols was there who recently died. Yeah. Real quick. Respect. Real quick thing here. So a- I was in a table read for a new, a new play or a musical. Andy was invited, but he couldn't make it. But the, the idea behind it was a 
there were two cruises. There was a Star Wars cruise and a Star Trek cruise. Which one? Were and you they, going? they crashed into each other, <laughs> so they, they had to intermingle and try to get off the ship. But it's just full with a bunch of like nerd stuff. That was the. That's the play. That's the play. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. I would enjoy that. It's a musical too. So I would enjoy that. Which which captain were they using? Uh, they used, that Kirk. was the, that was the whole thing as well. They were using different like you could go on this. You could be Picard and be like, oh, you're Picard. I'm Kirk. You know mm-hmm. and yeah. Did Picard ever sleep around, or is that just a Kirk thing? I Picard, don't recall part. Picard had Barry several, knows. several girlfriends okay. throughout on the, the show. show. Really? Yeah. yeah. So right. serial monogamy, not just like because Kirk slept around. Yeah, Kirk. Uh, Picard had a girlfriend named Vosh, who I believe that means cow in French. <laughs> mm. um, not flattering, but she was, you know, she was, she was attractive. She was into archaeology, which was, uh, that was Picard's thing was he loved archaeology. Uh, yeah. Sort of like Angie Everhart loves gin and, <laughs> you know, Star Trek. And Joe Pesci looking guys. <laughs> so you're telling me there's a chance. All right. So go on. Sorry. Deep Space Nine. Yeah. So much in Deep Space Nine. Commercials are cheap on the network that that show airs uh. on. Right. So um, every other commercial is for like march of dimes saint jude hospital aspca and they all want 19 bucks a month that why why do they want 19 bucks a month it's like the they all want that same dollar amount i don't know why so i looked it up oh yeah turns out that's actually a thing right and and the and the reason for it according to russell james professor of personal financial planning at Texas Tech University. He says that charities have likely settled on this amount and continue to request it through a process akin to Darwinian natural selection. James said it's the amount asked for because it's the amount that yields the most successful results. Mm. So, you know, if you ask for more, you get- So if you ask 20, it's too much. If okay. you ask less, you know, you know, then it's not enough for per, per subscriber or whatever. Hmm. Interesting. Right. Yeah. So all that said, I'm sitting there at night watching TV there's a like a three-legged dog bouncing around mm-hmm. on, on the TV asking me for 19 bucks a month. And there's a voice voiceover shaming me to, you know, right. send them money. And I skip the commercial. <sighs> yes. <laughs> I was wondering why you didn't skip before. Well, I skip it because I, 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 I don't want to sit there and watch like a, a cat with one ear and one eye. And so my question is, um, am I the asshole? No, <laughs> not at all. None of these charities are real. First of all, not, I bet you if you look it up, like maybe a dime is going to the actual cause. You, you know, you're a middle-aged white guy. You do not have any time to waste anymore. Three-legged cat, skip. Uh, I, I, even a four-legged cat, I wouldn't care. Kids with cancer, skip. <laughs> Do they really have cancer? How bad is the cancer? Sometimes you got to go skip, skip because some of those commercials are really long. They're like a, two, a minute and a half long. How can you skip it? Are you? Did you record it? Yeah, yeah, oh, okay. yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I skip all the commercials on my pod on the podcasts. I have <laughs> YouTube TV, and like it'll have normal commercials, but then you can skip it. And they'll say, like, skip this for a moment of zen. Oh. So you can skip a commercial and then it just shows you, like, a picture right. of the ocean. I've seen that, too. That's so on was, Google my, TV. My point was, if you were skipping that to get to the moment of zen, no, I don't think you're an asshole. 
You're watching your show. You don't need that. This is the age of streaming. How many fucking commercials should you have to watch now? None. I'm like, I can't be bothered to listen to these kids talk about their suffering. You know, I, I, I can't spend 10 seconds watching this animal, you know. I, wonder, I, I bet you they keep stats on like which shows those farewell on better than others i should say like yeah. does somebody watching does the animals you know 19 they make better off with the star trek nine when they advertise versus star trek nine versus you know texas walker ranger or <laughs> manlock why did you motion towards scott when you said texas walker ranger <laughs> we all know <laughs> i believe it's walker texas ranger i've been compared to chuck norris a lot <laughs> is it walker texas ranger Texas Walker Ranger. That's that's a different show. <laughs> yeah, He's a Texas Walker. <laughs> that happens. Good. You just have to get all three happens, words in. It doesn't matter what it is. as well. Ranger Walker, Texas. <laughs> I am I am becoming self aware that I am horrible with like names and like titles, titles and knowledge. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm one sixteen. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> Uh, I don't think it would matter if I watched the whole commercial. I'm still not going to give them any money. Right. So, so I might as well just skip it. Right? right. There's, there's enough pain and suffering in the world. You don't need to like sink into that with them. I can't be bothered. You, you can't save everyone. If they had like a button or anyone in my case, right? Don't <laughs> save anyone. If they had a button that said, uh, click this button to donate 50 cents. Yeah. And yeah. that's all 50 cents. I might do that. I think they should do that. I think they would get much better results if they were like, you know, click this button to donate 75 cents coming out of PayPal or whatever. Yeah. I think you well, get much more. On this, I'm going to be accused of stealing Barry's uh, topic here. But I, I just stole Dave's Am I the Asshole? So you can steal okay. whatever you want. Well, so, you know, the Hobby Lobby founders funded those Super Bowl commercials for Jesus. Yeah, they did. Is that a good use of money or? Nope. Right. It's nope. their money. Yeah. But they could have actually helped people with it. Instead oh, that's of, a fair enough. That's a fair yeah, point. Yeah. Yeah. So, right. So, do we run an ad campaign for somebody who may or may not have existed? Or do we actually go help people? Yeah. Whoa. And if that person did exist, he would have been telling you to go help people. Right. <laughs> I don't know. I go back to and catch forth. catch 22. I go back and forth on that one because. It's the sole Christian on that. We need your opinion. Yeah. Joe. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Because I think if it can help some people be. I look at those as they're they're trying to get people to not be assholes. Mm. Don't be assholes towards immigrants. Don't be assholes towards people of other religion. Whatever the case may be, I think there's some benefit to that. Yeah, it'd be great to you know spend that five million dollars to go feed people as well. But it, I think it's also something to be said about then getting some group of people being less of an asshole to those people that they're being assholes to. So I guess it's not totally pointless to me. I didn't understand th how. I, didn't, I haven't seen all of the commercials from the Jesus Gets Us or whatever it is. I haven't seen all of them. But the ones I've seen, like, they talk about how Jesus was a refugee and he gets us because, you know, he would care for other refugees. And that to me, that's a good message. But apparently there are other ones that are less maybe things that I would agree with. I don't know what they are, but. I only saw one of them. And it was okay. I mean, yeah. but I also felt like it was kind of hypocritical. Like some of the positions they take in life, you know, the, the sponsors of those commercials are exactly the behaviors that are driving people apart. The sponsors, yes. I agree with that. But what, yeah, like, 
It's about Jesus, though. I mean, that's yeah. Jesus doesn't sponsor anything. People sponsor it, but yeah, that didn't bother me. What time is it? What do we got? We approaching an hour. Whoa! Quitting time. It's fifty nine minutes. I, I have a good radar for this sort of stuff. Good job. You do have an internal clock. Did anyone else have anything left? No, but I do. Just so you guys are aware, I think next weekend. Uh-huh. Might be, it's going to be my last weekend for like three or four weeks. Whoa. What in the hell? Well, you're going to miss our A-list celebrity. What? what? It's not going to be next week? I don't think so. What I don't you, think so. What are you doing for a month? This uh, one's taking I've, time. I've got a murder mystery dinner at a... <laughs> oh, well, that's weird because we're doing a podcast from a murder mystery. <laughs> at a retirement home on a Wednesday night. What in the hell? <laughs> Well, it's at four o'clock, right? It'll be done by six. You know what? If you're yeah. doing it at a senior home, there might end up being a real murder mystery to <laughs> solve true. by the end of it. That's and true. the and the answer is going to be they had a heart attack. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then I'll be. Oh, and then I'll be in Myrtle Beach, and then I'll be in New York. Oh, your okay. bro, your bro trip, my bro yeah. trip. When are you going to be in New York? The twentieth oh, through the twentieth. You're going to miss. I would say you'd be at the premiere of Forest Hills, but you're the week after. <sighs> Yeah. All right, folks, we're going to sign off for this week and just say, if you if you've got an extra nineteen dollars lying around, <laughs> um, you can send that to blindsided uh, get blindsided pod at Gmail dot com. I will remember you <laughs> if you feel like you can help a middle aged white guy who just needs nineteen dollars of your money so that they can have a beer or a hamburger or. Even a gin. Then buy send AJ of a heart of gin. Then, buy, then send us $19. Scott, it's good to have you back. It's good to be back. Oh, Don't, there, you, there you are. Welcome back, Scott. <laughs> yeah, welcome back. Don't go away for another five months. I'll try yeah. not. All right. We'll see ya.